0: It's the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the Air, brought to you by Dr. Randy Walker, Simple Simons, Ayers Cleaners, and Leopard Care Clinic, your weekly local sports podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Greg Rebels and Tony Stowers. And we're back. With episode twenty five of the Southwest Arkansas sports page on the air, if you're wondering why I'm introing this episode, Greg Revels will not be joining us on this uh, uh, episode, but his NFL picks, I'm sure are going to be joining us later.
1: Oh yeah, he would uh, he's dancing today because he doesn't have to buy the second set of lunch, yeah. That's all you, right? It's all me. Yeah, it's all you. (laughs) It's all me. Thanks to Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions.
0: Yes. (laughs) Can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, I know you guys are excited. Well, we have a lot to do today. We have a lot of uh, callers in and and stuff going on with high school basketball in Southwest Arkansas. So I think we should uh, get right to it. What do you think? Absolutely. Start off with the Leopards.
1: Yes, the Leopards. uh, uh, We lost, the ladies lost a tough one at Ashdown on Tuesday uh, uh, 46 to 42. It was a it was a good ball game. Ashdown, you know, we last week we talked about this game as as maybe a concern for us because Ashdown's girls have been getting better, and it's it's a, a conference loss that we're going to have to uh, we're definitely going to have to avenge at the Coliseum, but we're probably going to have to uh, beat another team that maybe uh, um, will be harder uh, during the season to kind of make up for that loss as the Leopards kind of fight for that four hole. Uh, in the regional and uh, uh, the boys wanted Ashdown 55 to 43 that was their fifth uh, win of the year and they're two and five uh, in the league Wednesday Jay and uh, Greg went to Camden Fairview and uh, Camden Fairview's girls won 70 to 63 despite the leopards leading by six pretty mm-hmm. late in the ball game uh, just couldn't put the ball in the basket the last two or three minutes or so. Uh, Candon has a 6'3 girl who's a freshman who was offered by old Miss as a sixth grader. And, uh, wow. fr- fr- yeah, from what I understand, she can dunk a basketball. So, um,
2: <laughs> 70 to 63 girls game. Sounds like it would have been a fun one to watch. Yeah. Right,
1: I'm, yeah. I wish, uh, wish I'd got to watch that. Jay and Greg did. Boys lost 61-35. And then Friday at Malvern, the girls got back on track 64-45 over Malvern. Malvern has a 6'3 girl and a six foot girl that they start. And if they had any any guard play to go with them, they would be all that in a bag of chips. Uh, and then the boys played well, lost sixty two to forty seven. Uh, they had some significant injuries in that game, and that with three games this week, they play Arcadia Tuesday, Magnolia Thursday, Hope Friday, all at the Coliseum. So get out to the Coliseum, watch DQ TV, listen to ninety two point one. If you can't get out to the Coliseum, but uh, uh, Definitely gonna, could put the leopards behind the eight ball as far as any depth on the bench. Um, our shelter insurance Woods Agency Leopard Player of the Week Emma Chambers scored sixty-two points last week, and, I, and I'm I'm going to go on a limb, Jeff, and say that's pretty good.
2: <laughs> not a bad, not a bad week at all. <laughs> Especially if everybody you're going in the lane and going up against is uh, over six foot. Yeah, yeah. It, facing
1: the three six footers uh, during the week. And uh, as far as the ladies go in his upcoming games, this Tuesday game with Arkadelphia is huge. They got us by one at their place. We have to have that win to have any realistic shot of making the regional uh, Magnolia Thursday, I think, is another winnable game at the mm-hmm. Coliseum. Hope Friday, we wore them out at Hope. So the Lady Leopards could go 3-0 and this week, and I think that's really what they need to do.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm very much looking forward to this week of leopard basketball. Let's take a second to talk about Dequeen Animal Hospital and Ashdown Veterinary Clinic. Dequeen Animal Hospital at 1690 Highway 70 West here in Dequeen. Very convenient location. Giving them a call, 870-642-8387 seven. Top notch. Where's Greg at? He's supposed to go vets. Uh, yes. vets. Yeah, he thank does. you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> very good, Jeff.
0: Yeah, perfect.
2: Not near as good as Greg. <laughs> no, no, no. Just ask him.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, they are awesome over there. They take quality care of your uh, of your uh, pets. Uh, it's very important that you feel safe there, that you know that they care. And it's not like some corporate place you're walking in. They know your, they know your name. They know your pet's name. They learn it over time. And uh, I never feel bad about dropping off my loved little pets there uh, overnight if need be for routine stuff um, if you need heart word medication tick prevention, flea and tick prevention all that stuff is taken care of at both Dequeen Animal Hospital and Ashdown Veterinary Clinic at 139 Southern Drive in Ashdown or call them 870-898-5181 and schedule an appointment today.
1: That doesn't spell anything. No, it doesn't <laughs> spell anything. <laughs> I just thought I'd add that. that was great anything. That. Anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one eight one. No, no, it doesn't tell anything. I could uh, I could not agree with you more. Just yeah, they are they are top rung man. That absolutely. So we appreciate them and uh, cover it for one covering Southwest Arkansas and all your veterinary needs, and also sponsoring the uh, s- sports page since day one. So oh, right. shout out to them, Ashdown Veterinary Clinic and DeQuina Animal Hospital, and uh, it's apt because we have Jim Cross on the line to talk about the Panthers,
1: Jim. Yes sir. Hey brother, it's good to uh good to be back uh, uh on the podcast and the radio show with you. We got to see each other this week in Ashdown. Uh Leopards and Panthers ends up splitting a, a doubleheader. Was really impressed with uh, your young ladies on Tuesday.
4: Yeah, the girls game was was probably one of the more exciting games that I've been a part of this season. You know, both both teams were, you know, very well coached and uh, Emma Chambers and Landry Ligon for the Leopards were, boy, they're they're fantastic and they could shoot from anywhere. But uh, Lakenya Williams and Kaylee Dancer just played outstanding for the Panthers and, and, I thought I thought Kaylee was the difference of the game. She's so athletic inside, and I think she just she just made a difference. She had over 20 points and I don't know how many rebounds she had and block shots and, yes. and she's only she's only a ninth grader. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I saw that on the roster and I thought, <laughs> <It's all> gone. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I thought you know Ashdown uh, maybe more than any team in our league uh, you know the the four uh, 4 a7 has got better from the beginning of the season till right now mm. th- than any team in our league and and I think that that showed Tuesday and uh, you guys I mean there's a lot to look forward to just like the leopards I mean the leopards start four sophomores usually one yes. one of the seniors. Uh, both teams very young and, and, and have bright futures.
4: Yeah, exactly. The only problem we have, fellas, we just need more girls. I mean, we have mm. seven girls, and they can all play, but, uh, boy, it would be nice to have 10 or 11 or 12 and to have a little depth, And because uh, Kaylee and LaKenya, I mean, uh, you, you just play them until their tongues come out. I mean, they're you know they going to play the whole game. And, yeah. and like the other night against Hope, uh, three of them got in foul trouble, and we had three girls with... Four fouls going to the fourth quarter, and thank goodness only one of them fouled out.
1: Yeah, yeah, y'all. You, we uh, noticed you know, y'all were in foul trouble, and it wasn't because you had an extraordinary amount of fouls. It's it's just the depth problem. I mean, you got, <laughs> you got seven kids. It doesn't take them any fouls to get into foul trouble. Mm. No, no, uh, it doesn't. I will tell you, the boys' game went to Queensway, 55-43 But I was impressed again with uh, with your young man's effort.
4: Yeah, the guys they've had a tough season. They they haven't won a game, and uh, be honest. That's, that's probably the closest game they played all year. But they play with great energy. Uh, they play hard. Uh, and, and to kind of put it in perspective, there's not one guy on the team that played varsity basketball last year. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so we start two ninth graders and start a tenth grader, and then the two juniors uh, didn't even play last year. One of them wasn't eligible, and the other one didn't even play last year. And so – we have zero starters <laughs> with any varsity experience, but you can see, especially the ninth graders, uh, Bryce and French and Davion Williams—they're getting better, and uh, so you know, that's the good news. So, and with two uh,
1: freshmen on the varsity team, Jim, are you all playing ninth grade basketball?
4: Is there still—is there a ninth grade team? Yeah, there's a ninth grade team. Okay, and, so there's uh, a lot in- there to
1: draw from in the future.
4: Yeah, and with those two guys on the team, they were, I think, 5-1, and 6-1, and one, something like that. And since then, without those two guys, they're a little bit below 500. but they've won a couple of games in ninth grade without them. And so I think that, like you say, says a lot for the future.
1: And then Friday, you guys go to Hope. And I've seen you guys. I've seen Hope. I see this 50-37 to 37 score. I'm going to say you guys played better Tuesday night. The, the ladies played better Tuesday night than they did Friday night.
4: Yeah, well it was kind of, it was it was a crazy game, guys. It it we were well, you were at Hope, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 we were at Hope and I I, I was I was trying not to make any facial expressions so the so the You got to tell You
1: got to tell that story. You uh, got to yeah. tell that story. Yeah,
4: but uh <laughs> you know, we're up we're up 17 to 6 at in the first quarter and then we're down 21 to 20 at halftime. Yeah. And it's like, wow, and then the third quarter we outscore like eighteen to six. so I thought, well, here comes the fourth quarter, but we the fourth quarter was pretty stable, and so it ended up with a a good victory. But gosh, uh, we couldn't hit anything from three, yeah. and uh, so that kind of changed the dynamic. And then plus we got so many people in foul trouble,
0: yeah,
4: and uh, so we couldn't we couldn't press, and we couldn't put you know we had to go from a one, two two kind of little trapping zone that they like to run to a kind of a 2-3, what I call a 2-3 watch zone. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just trying to stay out of foul trouble. And uh, so that kind of changed things. But the girls got a big win, and the boys, hope's really good. Hope gives us terrible troubles on on the boys because they're so big.
1: Yeah, and, they
4: their matchup problem for us too. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, their guards are as big as most people's forwards. Yeah, they
1: are. Mm. Uh, they, you, you look at them, and, and I know they've had a good season, but you look at them and you wonder – they eh, they could possibly be at from from just an athlete standpoint, the best team in our conference.
4: So uh um Yeah, they, I was yeah, yeah I was talking to Coach Turner about it at the A D there and the football coach, and he said they went to Magnolia and basically just laid an egg. Yeah. And uh and it's like, yeah, I'm with you. I you know, I've seen everybody play except Arkadelphia and I'm like, Man, these are the best guys in the conference as far as just running them down the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Very I it. don't Yeah. And being long I mean my goodness so yeah
1: well y'all get so, a y'all get a chance to take a breath this week Jim is uh, you uh, you get the the Nashville Scrapperettes and, <laughs> and Nashville coming down to to Parker gym down there is uh, I'll tell you what man uh uh scrapperettes, you, you we've talked about it before they they are I mean uh I'm a leopard through and through but Nashville's fun to watch
4: yeah I, I've had to I've had to say that, and it's been hard on me, but uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> I mean, they are, they are as most, fun, you're exactly right. They're, they're the most fun team I've watched in years. I mean, they cut, they pass, everybody can shoot, and uh, it doesn't matter. And they, they pass the ball with, they're so unselfish. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there is, are as, they're as well schooled a team is, uh, you know, the only thing they don't have, they don't have a lot of height. Right. But, uh, but, boy, I mean, they basically got five point guards out there. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, there's uh, – in fun, you know, uh, fun is a relative term. You know, as a basketball fan, they are as fun to watch on defense as they are on offense.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, six they are six or seven out there. And you get to watch them a little more than you'd like because <laughs> – he runs yeah. it up pretty good before he takes his starters out. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I I love Paul Dean. Let's put that on the record now. I love him and Brett Burgess both.
2: <laughs> I've, got, I've got no problem with either one of <laughs> them. He will run it up.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Friday, uh, you got to. Looks like you guys are like us. You get to stay home mm-hmm. uh, all week. Uh, you play Magnolia. Um, Magnolia's girls, I mean, they're kind of like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. I look at a score and I think, well, that's what I expect out of Magnolia. I look at another score and I think, man, what are they doing? So uh, uh, it'll be, that'll be, that'll be a really good girls' basketball game against Magnolia.
4: Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're kind of in the same position you guys are in with the girls. We're going to have to beat Magnolia or Arkadelphia. To get into that third or fourth spot, because right now we're sitting at five. Right, and, and then you know, then having to come to your place. I mean, I, I think we're we're very even. I think if we played each other ten times, we'd probably go five and five. And so, and so to expect that we're going to just run the decoy and win that game, I, I think is. I mean, it's going to be tough to, to beat you guys again. And so we're gonna we're gonna have to beat Magnolia or Arkadelphia to get into that three four spot. And I think all four of us are pretty even, you know, from what I can tell. And uh, I, so I totally
1: agree. Of those four teams, anybody could be in three, four, five, and six. And yeah. and that's that's basically going to decide who goes to the regional.
4: It is. And then you got Camden Fairview and, and Nashville, and they're just I mean, they're completely different. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they're. <laughs> they're on a different level. Yeah, they are.
1: Hey, uh, well, brother, who is going to be your Horatio State Bank Panther Player of the Week?
4: Well, I tell you, it's a uh, it's a tough choice between Kaylee and Lakinya, but I think I'm gonna go Le because she's had two straight big second halves, and mm. uh, and uh, I she's can't a junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the other night against you guys, I think she had zero in the first half, yeah, and I had didn't twelve she and went crazy. And or, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a uh, you ought to see her run track. I mean, man, she is. She can go. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of heart.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Their girls play with a lot of heart. And when and when you are down numbers as they are, their boys and girls teams, mm-hmm. uh, you need a, something a little extra out yeah. of those seven or eight kids. And, and right now,
0: they are getting it. Especially with the Panthers' schedule so far, I mean, it's been—they
1: don't don't duck anybody. It's crazy. (laughs) They do not duck anybody. Yeah, in in football, basketball, Yeah. yeah, Ashdown does not
0: duck people. You guys are game down there, all
1: right, brother. Well, man, I appreciate you calling in, and it was good getting to catch up with you. It was good getting to see you Tuesday, and I look forward to seeing you at the Coliseum in a couple weeks.
4: Yeah, and I'll try to keep my facial expressions down. Well, you can be far
1: <laughs> enough away in the crow's nest at the Colosseum that I don't know. I don't know if the officials are going to be able to pick up on your facial expressions or not. But I kind of agree. You, you and I talked about this. If a p- official is insecure enough to be paying attention to your facial expressions, then. He, he might ought to be keeping his eye on something else.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's a lot of things I could have said, but I, I, I just said yes, sir. There <laughs> you go. Well, that, that's, see, that's yes, that's the kind and, of guy. And, and, yeah, exactly. and, and, and I do get excited. I mean, heck, we, we we all get excited. And, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, so I didn't say anything to the guy personally. I just thought the couple of fouls that our girl, you know, got her shoulders dislocated. I just thought maybe there <laughs> might <laughs> might have been a, might have been a foul there.
0: <laughs> but maybe you're wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: so yeah. the atomic drop is not legal in basketball, is that right? <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> I, I think that I think they changed that rule two years ago.
2: <laughs> the only thing I've ever done doing the radio in that situation was at Spring Hill last year, where they were. They were actually trying to take the game from our girls. Uh-huh. And I took the headset off and told the official during the timeout, I said, if you'll give me your name, I can make you famous on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I apologized to the coach later because if I'd have got a technical, you know, we won by one point, and I thought, wow. man, I could have really –
0: Ooh, that
4: up, that'd, be, that'd be tough to explain with yeah. it yeah you yeah. know
0: what radio guys kind of deserve technicals though i think <laughs> 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 all right well uh anything else that you want to say before mr uh before you get out of here no uh, Jim? man it's
4: just good catching up with my friend yeah yeah hey i want to say once again how much i enjoyed the d queen ashdown girls basketball mm. game that was that was the most fun i've had watching a game because it was so competitive and it was so interesting both games how were both competitive. Have, yeah yeah, they were, but, you know, but, but the girls, I thought, I thought y'all used your, your strength and we used our strength. And it was just, it was just a really, a, a, a fun game to watch. And with gosh, all your sophomores you have, you guys are going to be Nashville in, in uh two, in two years. Mm.
1: Well, uh, we can only hope brother. Yeah, and man. Like and we, do, we do have a lot of talent in that sophomore class.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All right, brother, man, you take care. All right, guys.
0: See you later. Uh, Bye-bye. Dr. Randy Walker, they have you covered 777. That means seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 PM. All of your multi-specialty clinic needs are taken care of. Uh everything from routine stuff, wound care, fracture care and casting, immunizations and even allergy, adult and pediatric IV fluids, antibiotics, minor skin lacerations, joint injections. Like I said, just a regular Friday night for Greg. He needs all those things. <laughs> uh Greg <laughs> is sure going to get picked on today. That's right. Oh, for sure. If you you're not me, here? Yeah, you
2: know. you me curious at joint injections. Yes, yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> and then plus uh, some very specialty stuff, spirometry, whatever. Laboratory (laughs) testing, x-ray, ultrasound, EKG, uh, COVID rapid testing, of course. And then everything for the workplace, DOT physicals, drug screens, workers' comp, employment and pre-employment physicals. So if you're a small business and uh, you like to have those services for your employees, well, Walkers has you covered as well. 24-7 after hours on call provider, 870-584-3000, option six if it's after 7 p.m., um, and you will talk to a real person on the line. So we love Dr. Randy Walker. Oh, we
1: do. I mean, He's my doctor. Oh, yeah. And then Leopard Care Clinic by Dr. Randy Walker, on-campus full-service medical clinic, right out there by the school, mm-hmm. which is really cool, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And uh, I would love to know, Tyler, Jeff, how many student hours, uh, teacher hours, administrative hours are saved because... Mm-hmm. They have a health care facility right there on campus. On campus That's where incredible.
0: they need it. Yes, and absolutely. You, we all know how good uh, De Queen's schooling is. There's test scores and all that stuff. And you Always wonder, in the top 20 in the state. Yeah, you wonder how much the uh, care clinic might have uh, to, uh, to... to uh, um, Probably more than people would yeah, realize. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
2: And the one thing that can lead you to the care clinic and <laughs> Walker's Family <laughs> Clinic... <laughs> My favorite, Simple Simon's Pizza. Yeah. Dine in, carry out. They even deliver.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, We're going to talk about a little later about this lunch buying thing, but Jeff is salivating (laughs) now as he's looking at the menu. He's got two free lunches coming.
2: I'm just trying to decide what I would want here. (laughs) Oh, man. Specialty pizzas. What do we always talk about?
0: The beast. The beast feast. The beast feast, that's right. I
2: don't think I'll order that. (laughs) (laughs) When y'all take me out? Now, Amazon, Stromboli.
0: He's literally over here looking like, what do I want? I mean, like, it's is, just, man. I mean, it's like. He's, he,
1: he's like Julia Roberts in Pretty Women looking right. at the menu. It that's just, right. <laughs> <it> kind of. yeah. <laughs> o-
2: oven baked sandwiches. Yeah. You can get anything you want. Except for wings unless yeah, Greg's Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. They have wings. But we got right. to take Greg with green. us to yeah. get yeah. wings. That's if they right. don't
0: have wings, then Jeff's going to walk. You made a big mistake. Huge <laughs> somebody behind it kind of no wings for you yeah yeah the desserts do we ever talk about the desserts no no they're really good
2: let the diabetic mention the desserts there you go (laughs) cinnamon sticks chocolate chip cookie cherry
0: cheesecake yeah (laughs) chocolate chip cookie is huge too we appreciate them and uh, Ayers Cleaners as well 621 West Gilson Avenue 870-584-7128 nothing but five star reviews across the board for them they do a great job down there so uh, whether it's just you know uh, getting grandma's quilt taken care of, or maybe your, your wedding tux. Speaking of grandma's
2: quilt, mm-hmm. mom, if you're listening, I promise I won't have dessert. No. <laughs> <laughs> does your mom listen?
1: She does that's, listen from time to time. That's a couple of moms that listen. Yeah, that. yeah,
0: absolutely. We appreciate everybody underneath the Dr. Randy Walker banner, as well as the medical clinic that they have out in Dirk's, uh, which is expanding, offering some new stuff. So we're excited, uh, uh, to to see what they have on offer soon. That's right on Main Street, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, go and see them because that's that's a great service that they have out in Dirks, which kind of makes sense because. We have somebody filling in for Greg Revels. We don't even need to bring him to the mic. King Tut. King
1: Tut. You know, Steve Martin sang a song called "King Tut" that we need to get as the intro.
0: For. Oh man, we should.
1: Yeah, it was. It's
2: an awesome song.
0: I love it.
1: Yeah, there yeah. was a
2: nice little dance went along with that. Well, it, I'll tell
1: you what. If we could get Tuttle to do the dance, it would be it would be incredible.
0: People's minds would be blown. Yeah, you'd have to turn the camera on. <laughs> There we go. We have King Tut's uh, intro music here, which is the, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it sounds like the, the baddest gunfighter in, the, yeah, in yeah. the
1: West coming and taking out about 12 guys. They only took out me and Greg, by the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was just about to say, take that, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <It's girl music. laughs>
0: well, I know you're here to talk about the uh, Dirks Outlaws. No, we're not talking about your NFL picks just yet. But uh, what do you got on them this week? I'll probably get another. NFL pick, right? <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, it. I'm actually excited to hear uh, uh, Jeff's picks for the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, you feeling confident on that? Yeah. All right. We won't talk about it now. Let's talk about the Outlaws. Jeff, it was a mixed bag for
1: the Outlaws last week. It looked like uh, the, the boys got a uh, couple of wins. The girls took a couple of losses. And uh, um, one, you know, big rival
2: uh, with Horatio. You, you split there as well. Yeah, the uh, – the boys, you know, they won, which you kind of expect on to beat Cattle Hills and and Horatio. I mean, I'm sure Cattle Hills and Horatio doesn't look at it that mm. way, but what? our our boys have been playing some pretty good basketball. We've played at Cattle before. It's not an pl- easy place to play, a- mm. as our girls found out. We'll get into that <laughs> in a minute. But yeah, the boys, you know, they defeated uh, Cattle Hills fifty three to forty, and uh, Horatio sixty five to forty six. You know. And that was their only two games of the week, which they are in first place in conference right now. But they have a couple of big ones coming up, and we'll get into that.
1: The uh, um, boys sit at 15-7, and seven, having a great year, 9-1, first in the
2: league. The mm. girls
1: are kind of fighting for position. They're 8-12 and 12 overall, 4-6 and six in the league.
2: And they sit in fourth place right now. A um, couple of huge conference losses for them. You know, Horatio, they lost – Forty-four to thirty-one. I told you, you know, before we went on, I think they were down like maybe eighteen to three or something like that at one point in the game. Yeah, mm. it's it's and, hard to do that
1: against the Lady Lions because, uh, you know, one, they're very good, but two, uh, they can protect the basketball. They'll run every bit of that shot
2: clock down and, if you let them. Mm. And uh, Lady Outlaws, you know, they scrapped and fought and, and got it in single digits late in the game, and then. Like you say, I mean the lady lines—they're not going to miss their free throws down the stretch. Right, and, mm-hmm. and trying to pressure and get the ball, give up a few easy buckets, layups. Now the game earlier in the week against uh, Cattle Hills girls, thirty-four to twenty-nine. There was a point on the broadcast where I asked Jaron Tipton, my broadcast partner, I said, "Do you think anybody will score thirty in this <laughs> game?" Because. It very well could have been the worst game of <laughs> basketball I've ever called. Mm. I mean, it was hard to watch.
1: Well, yeah. and, and, and that's just high school sports. There are some games that you need to replace the nets because they're getting burned. And then there are some games you need to paint the rims because of all the mm. bricks. Well, <laughs> and wow. it's just that's just high school
2: sports. You know how when we played the Lady Leopards in the the Decoy tournament, I told y'all, I said, we live and die by the three-pointer. Yeah. You said y'all done a lot of the same? Yeah. We were two for 20 on three-pointers Ugh. against the Lady Indians. And, and lost by deals. five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tuesday at Murfreesboro. Yeah, I know that y'all have a, a love affair with them. Yeah, so that's that. There'll probably
2: be no <laughs> ill feelings in that. And we got them last time too. <laughs> yeah, so going to their place. You know, the Outlaws and the Rattlers. I mean, we expect a good game, and they got a really good team, and they're going to be looking for revenge. You know, and it's gonna, it'll go a long ways in conference play. I've got some.
0: How was the game last time they 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 faced each other?
2: Outlaws won by ten, I believe. Was okay. The final outcome. Um,
0: and with all this conference action under their belt,
2: Outlaws are in first place, nine and one in conference.
0: Yeah.
2: Spring Hill, who would play Thursday night? Yeah. Is the only loss the Outlaws have. Ah. They're eight and two. Murfreesboro's seven and two, and I, them and Spring Hill, I think, had a makeup game, and I'm not sure how that has gone. So I'm you know, I'm a little behind on that. But playing Murphysburg and Spring Hill and the Outlaws in the mix, They're one, two, and three. So there could be a big shakeup in conference standings. I mean this is a huge yeah. week. It, yeah. it, this this is a this is probably,
1: you know, they they talk about uh, you know a, a week or a set of games that's going to be that's kind of gonna set the the rest of the season up for, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're gonna finish two or whether you're gonna finish six or whatever. And uh I'll tell you, one of the things that that uh, I love about the smaller divisions, and, I, and I'm talking 2A, 3A in Arkansas, that you don't get as much in 4 or 5A, is they're really playing their rivals in conference. You know, you're playing your teams that, that are close by, Horatio and Murfreesboro and schools like that, where the Leopards get into conference, and, and we're going two, three hours from home mm-hmm.
2: in, in empty gyms,
1: and – uh, not not somebody you
2: see in Walmart and can holler. Right, at you. That's right. exactly
1: right. So uh, you know, I, I, it's one of the things that, that I really love about the smaller divisions in Arkansas. And one of the things that I I wish was different, and we can have a whole episode about sure. that. In <laughs> uh, uh, but I really love the Murfreesboro Dirks thing, the uh, uh, Horatio Dirks thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, who who else other than those two? Who would you say your next rival is? Always the scrappers.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't really play them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Cosatot, maybe?
0: There's yeah. some blood
2: there. Akron, <laughs> a- I mean, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good trip for us, but the last two or three years, and boys, you know, it's been Akron and, and Derek. so...
0: Can I ask how the last game versus Spring Hill went? I can't remember.
2: The senior girls won... I want to say by one or two points. It yeah, was close. it was a really good. Point. And you know, then they defeated our boys. I'm I'm not sure of the final score. That's
0: the only conference loss, right? The Only conference yeah. loss that i right. had. But yeah, was it by a lot, or was that one a close game? No, it was close. Okay, it was a close. As matter of fact, it went to overtime. Y'all have okay. them at home, right?
2: Yes, yeah. yeah, so we play them at home. Right. Okay, on Thursday. So a lot of
0: implications during this week. They'll be for waiting the, at the for county the line on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: All right, Jeff. Who's the Toad thumper outlaw uh, player of the week?
2: Well. girl for the girls it was yeah 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 um, all right come on fields (laughs) where's my jeopardy music yeah yeah yeah. andrew mack andrew Andrew mack Mack had a great week andrew mack's having a great season andrew mack's had a great career he's having a good life (laughs) he's he's living his best life yeah you know i'm saying he's probably averaging a double double on the season Mm. yeah and by double double i'm not talking about 10 points and 10 rebounds he's Mm -hmm up around 20 or more, and anywhere from 10 to 15 rebounds. And, wow. And, you know, we had a close vote on player of the game at Horatio the other night, which he got, but he threw down his first dunk of the season, so we went ahead and we went him. Is that on video football. anywhere? I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know if it is or not. How tall is he? Uh, he's probably 6'3". Oh,
0: okay. I mean, yeah, I'd he's...
2: He dunked it his sophomore year.
0: Yeah, he's
2: uh, he didn't get much chance he's very last year. We had somebody else that might dunk seven or eight a game. Ah, so
0: I see. Yeah, you, yeah. You
1: come in as and be your high school quarterback after not playing P- mm-hmm. football since pee wees, and 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 do an admiral job at quarterback. You're an athlete. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you just are. Yeah, uh, which brings us to uh, another rival of uh, the Derrick's Outlaws, the Foreman Gators. Mm. Uh, Gators. Uh, uh, they, uh, they had one win last week. The girls won 50 to 48. Uh, at Spring Hill, boys lost 68 to 20, excuse me, 69 to 29. Uh, Thursday versus uh, Acorn. Uh, the girls lost 79-36. The boys lost 71,42. And then uh, we have a mystery game with Horatio Friday that we don't have a score for yet, or an explanation why we don't have a score.
2: Yeah, we're, we're not really sure about that one.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they play Caddo this week twice. <laughs> they play at Caddo Tuesday. They play Caddo at home on Thursday. That's got to be some kind of makeup juju yeah, ju- ju- or something
2: like that. <laughs> I would think that's probably a makeup game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lady Gators sit at 6-14, and 1-8 in the league. Gators sit at 3-16, and 16, oh and 9 in the league. And the Horatio State Bank... Gator Player of the Week is Mallory Abercrombie mm. from the Lady Gators. I've got uh, Coach Reed here from the Horatio Lady Lions, uh, ready to talk Lions basketball with uh, with Jeff and I. Let's start with the boys' coach, and I know you sit on the bench for the boys' game, so you know quite a bit about their season. They're four and seventeen on the year, two and eight in the league. Uh, lost what looks to be a good game to Murfreesboro, sixty nine to fifty eight on Tuesday, and then Thursday, Jeff kind of went through the uh, outlaw win. Uh, 65 to 46. I will say one thing about the Horatio lines is, man, they are tenacious. They hustle. They, they play hard.
5: They do. They get after it. And, you know, we were really pleased Tuesday with the way they come out and played against Murfreesboro. I thought we really battled them, had a good game plan against them, and the boys come out and executed it pretty well. Um, I think, you know, some of the issue has been consistency throughout the year, and you kind of saw that Thursday. And Derek's come out ready to play and kind of took it to us Thursday, and then we come back and we're able to get a win on Friday against Foreman. Well, the Derricks boys have it
1: rolling. They they, do. they are playing their best basketball of the season right now mm-hmm. and, uh, and and set on top of the conference. Now, the Lady Lions, on the other hand, they sit at uh, 14 and 6, according to Scorebook Live, 9 and 1 in the league, and you mm-hmm. sit on top. Of the conference standings, correct?
5: Well, we're second to uh, oh, Akron okay. right now, well, so we'll play Akron them tomorrow. Is, get that um, rematch. Oh my Yeah, I goodness. got that rematch. But um, Akron has not lost yet, so we're locked in to the two at this point. So we've kind of looked through everything. Even if we go there and we're able to beat them by 10 or more tomorrow, they would have the other tiebreakers that go into that matchup. And oh. So we'll be locked into the two uh, for both junior high and senior high and the girls. But I'm very happy with the way the girls have, have come along. I felt like we are kind of that we're improving and trying to hit our stride at the right time.
1: Well uh, beat Murfreesboro 43-24 beat uh, Derrick's 44-31 um, sounds like that you guys are playing outstanding defense.
5: Well you know we just kind of have to grind it out we uh, <laughs> we uh, kind of have to make it ugly at times and uh, try to keep the score down but the girls have really bought into that to make us successful and Um, You know, we just try to make it difficult on our opponents to score and try to limit the mistakes that we make and uh, have a close game going down the stretch. And been fortunate enough to be able to pull them out here in conference play.
1: Well, uh, Lady Lines, I I know the Ray girl, she's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Who else has kind of stood out? Well, I was fixing
2: the compliment. (laughs) Maybe you you probably (laughs) You go into a game saying, hey, you got to do something about Emma Ray. Yeah. I thought the Lady Outlaw's done a pretty good job, other than that. So, what do y'all do? Katie Glasgow takes over the ball game in the first half. I mean, I think she had 15 or something, maybe at the half. Yeah. Well, that's what
5: there. right before I came here, I started to kind of look in, in case, you know, y'all wanted the player of the week. And for the week, in all three games, Katie averaged 13 points, six rebounds, shot 80% from the free throw yeah. line in the three games last week. So she was a difference maker for us.
1: So Katie's going to be our Horatio State Bank line player of the week. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Go ahead now. I'm sorry. Man, I mean, that's, a, that's all
2: I was going to say. I mean, you, the Lady Outlaws kind of – well, I mean, they didn't get off to a good start against y'all. I mean, Just couldn't hit the shot. Have, just couldn't Obviously, get the, the defense and, you know. y'all play had a lot to mm-hmm. do with that. You know, and I was telling Tony off the air, I said, you know, they come back and made a game of it. And, you know, down oh. the stretch, y'all finished them off. But, get, I mean, trying to pressure defense and, you know, and y'all got some easy buckets, but mm-hmm. –
5: it's a good ball game. It was a good game. You know, sometimes the ball just uh, goes your way and sometimes it don't. I think, you know, we played uh, Murfreesboro Tuesday. Um, Coach Martin was telling me they were 2-19 threes against us. And the night before, I was watching them play, they hit 15 the night before. So <laughs> that's just the way it goes sometimes. And Derek's coming out and they got good shots, just uh, didn't hit them in the first half and hit them in the second half. And it was a, yeah. a nail biter at the that's end. That's what I
2: was telling them earlier against yeah. Cattle Hills Tuesday night. They were 2-20 for 20 from three-point, mm-hmm. you know, and – didn't even score thirty points in the game.
5: Yeah, I mean that's just the way it goes.
2: Sometimes. Can you guys
1: and speak to the atmosphere down there Thursday? I wanted to come so bad, and then something came up personal that I that I couldn't go. But uh, um, I imagine Derek's and Horatio, the the atmosphere was pretty good.
5: Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, always we get those two teams together. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, and the kids play hard. They all know each other, and. Um, you know it's going to be a going to be a battle. So it was a good atmosphere for sure, and uh, it was a good night for basketball.
2: Always a good atmosphere whether you're at Horatio or at Derek's. But let's kind of go off the rail here for just like a second. Even better <laughs> atmosphere was Saturday junior high finals at the umpire tournament. Really, at umpire you mm-hmm. put that crowd in that gym. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to that gym time? I,
1: I have one time, and okay, it's you know,
2: very unusual.
1: There's one g- There's one gym in West Virginia that I can think of that they tore down since that is similar to that, where most of the crowd is a good bit above the court. And uh, I, I can imagine that place, Pike, would be.
2: I know we've gone to junior high subject here, but that ball game and every time they've played this year, I mean, I think they – Y'all was. have won two. Outlaw, lady Outlaws have won one. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just a –
5: It was a great tournament. I'll I'll tell our kids, you know, like, you need to go there and play in that gym at least once before you graduate because, I mean, it's really cool to get in there. And we had, you know, three really tough games. We played D-Queen the first game of the tournament then played Akron and trailed most of that one in the semifinals and then, you know, trailed a lot in the first half, especially against Derricks. And, you know, thought we had pulled away a little bit, and then they made a big run uh, late in the game and and tied it, and it was an exciting finish. We were – Made a free throw with – Two, two, seconds. two seconds left. Yep, left
2: two. to win the game. Sounds Another like uh,
1: the next five or six years of Lady Outlaw and Lady Line basketball is going to be,
2: gonna be fun. exciting. It <laughs> should be good. Junior yeah. Lady Outlaws started one ninth grader, I think. You know, we've had mm-hmm. one move up to senior high. Right. So they're pretty young. But started back to that one or two, umpire, two seventh
5: graders, too, I think. Yeah, start two did, seventh yeah.
2: graders. Mm-hmm. But back to that umpire tournament, I think they said the first day we were there that it was the 68th year mm-hmm. they've had that tournament. That's crazy. I mean, that's wow. Yeah, that's that, a tradition. I mean, yeah, you're
1: you're back to the late '60s, early '70s, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Wow. I'm not early '70s. I'm not that old, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, Coach, uh,
1: man, this. So you're locked. No matter what happens at Akron Tuesday, uh, you're locked
5: into the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and can you can you fall out of the two? No. Um, Based on everything now, we're locked in no matter what. So that's our last conference game. We have one loss in conference. And the uh, third place team, I think, is Cattle Hills with five losses right now. So we'll be locked into the two. So
1: I'm asking you if you've done something that coaches swear they don't do. Have you looked ahead over into the region that you're playing and seen well, who, who the uh, three know, seed
5: is? Yeah, you're probably not you know, <laughs> doing your job if you don't at least glance over there a little bit. But they're kind of, you know, they're, they've are they been switching back and forth. I know Washtag and has been switching back and forth between the two and three right now. Parker's Chapel has been the one over there all year undefeated kind of like Acres been in ours, but then lost to washita this Friday night. Right. So really, you could be anybody. Fordyce is playing good. They were at the bottom of the conference at the start and they've been getting better and they're in that fourth spot right now, so there's no telling who we might get from over there.
2: Our conference just peeks ahead over to that region, and glad we're not having to drive over there this year. <laughs> exactly. We get to go to Akron <laughs> exactly. <for our> regionals.
1: <laughs> well, Coach Minton, thank you so much. I'm sorry, Coach. <laughs> not, not Coach Minton. Uh, Coach Reed, I really appreciate you coming in and uh, and talking lines with us uh, uh, and being in studio because, I mean, it just – Interviewing people over the phone is fine, but when you get to when you get to sit down and talk to somebody, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. So, well, Especially I appreciate if you've had
2: competition me. this week with them, you know, like we. Oh yeah, we've, we've seen, seen each, each other multiple times. times. I mean,
1: well, and uh, as I mentioned, Coach Minton, give him our best. <laughs> oh, no, <for laughs> tell him, sure. tell him that uh, uh, at some point we'd like to see him too. Mm-hmm. So. Larry, appreciate it.
5: Thank I
0: appreciate you. y'all having me. Thank you. Thanks. Well, let's transition into Legacy, the uh, the Warriors. What's what's going on with them?
1: Warriors sit at eight and eleven on the year, two and five in the uh, in the league, and uh, uh, looks like uh, the boys last week they lost a close one to Odin, seventy to sixty seven. It was a must have been a wild ball game. The report we got was Legacy boys made 10 threes Ooh. in that game. Uh, uh, Milano Vasquez had 28 points. Ozzie, uh and I, I, I'm sorry, Ozzy, if I get your name wrong. Uh, Tolandano uh, had 18 points. He had five threes on his own. Wow. So it sounds like a wild ball game. Uh, and then uh, Stevens uh, Christian Legacy handled them easily, uh, 92 uh, to 66. The girls beat Odin, and the girls are having a great season, 62 to 33. Ah, uh, the Lady Warriors sit at seventeen and five on the year. They're six and one uh, in the league, and uh, uh, Oakley Lofton goes over the fifteen hundred yeah. point mark. I'm going to call her her, her career. Oakley. She had 42 in that game, by the way. <laughs> and she had eight threes in that game. Sounds like Legacy spends a lot of time outside the three-point line yeah. shooting uh, shooting practice three. What class is she
0: in? Do you know? I don't. But I'm watching a uh, compilation right now. And we should just call her Oakley Buckets, I think.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering if 1,500. You know, that's a milestone in itself. And well, they usually give plaques and, and places on the wall to people
1: who score a 1,000, yeah. <laughs> And she
2: has 1,500, so... I've seen a guy on, uh, in Arkansas that somebody posted last week on Facebook that hit 3,000. I mean, he had to have been playing as an underclassman, you know, to because that's oh, that's just crazy.
1: It is crazy. And I, I, this week, uh, Legacy uh, is at home with uh, Trinity Christian uh, and then Tuesday, they're at Mineral, which uh, those should be some, some pretty good ball games.
2: Yeah, I would think so. Uh,
1: our Stillwell's Warrior uh, uh, Player of the Week is going to be Oakley Lofton. I mean, if you score 1,500 points, you'd certainly deserve a podcast <laughs> and radio show's <laughs> Player of the Week. And uh, I don't think we could go wrong naming Oakley. Uh,
0: our warrior of the week. Oakley Buckets. I'm Oakley going for <laughs> it. I like it. I can't,
2: I can't dispute that, but yeah. I will mention I did get the opportunity to watch. Yes. Um watch them play some ball last week and Jude Gallagher. I mean, he's a ball mm. player for them. He he Money, looked good. He'll be I don't know what they, they the do there. Maybe I need to go watch practice one day.
1: But developing young talent they're really good at it at Legacy. Yeah. And uh, they get a lot out of their young talent, maybe more than any any school that I watch. They get a lot out of their youngsters in varsity ball. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Chad, um, maybe you should write a book.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> keep, keep doing what you're doing. Yep.
0: Well, I think we should probably talk about Consatat Rivers uh, basketball games from last week. The uh, as the old song goes,
1: the Eagles keep on rolling. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-one wins between the boys and girls. Boys sit at fifteen and seven, six and three in the league. Lady Eagles sit at sixteen and seven, eight and one in the league, and they won three out of four this week. The boys lost at Charleston, sixty-one to forty-nine to Gr- the choose <laughs> the Charlies. <laughs> I think I think Greg told us they're Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the girls won uh, fifty to thirty-three, and then Hackett. Uh, boys win 65-58. The girls win 42-11 uh, at, at Hackett. This week, uh, the Eagles are headed to
2: Cedarville. Then they host Boonville and then at Danville. So, That's what I was looking at right there. I, I mean, I don't get to keep up with Costot a lot other than when we play them a few times in tournaments. And, you know, we play them early in the season. But their conference, Hackett, mm. Boonville, Danville, Charleston. I mean, those are road trips. I yeah. mean, I know y'all are used <laughs> you to road don't trips. Don't talk to me about road trips. <laughs> that conference is Fairview. <laughs> Go ahead, Magnolia. I'm, my distractions over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, got to uh, Philip Fields is actually he's on assignment uh, uh <laughs> he's like uh, in, in his real job and uh so well, uh, you
2: mean this in a real job well
1: <laughs> no i have a good time doing this um <laughs> the uh uh I t- we texted back and forth about the games and he he named uh, the union bank eagle player of the week for basketball henry Evans who mm. hit a key three pointer uh in the hockey ball game and uh he said it was uh, something to behold i don't have video of it but but we're going to take Phillip's word for it, that Henry Evans is going to be our Union Bank Eagle Player of the Week.
0: Awesome. And we have a very special treat now uh, related to Casita River. We have Coach Barrett on the line, who is the head coach for their brand-new football team.
1: Their first year in existence as a football program. We talked about this in the the fall, Jeff, of how exciting it is to, or it would be to be in the Genesis of a football program, this guy was at the genesis of the football program. A hundred years from now, when Cozutat wins a state championship, they'll have the the father of our football program. It'll be be Coach Barrett, and his name and picture, his likeness, will be somewhere up in the Eagle uh,
2: facility. Absolutely. They hope it it doesn't take a hundred years. Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) And, And let's be honest, Tony, Tyler. Yeah. Talking high school football, that kind of gets me fired up again oh, about high school football I know, I know, Absolutely. Man, I
0: know. And well, Coach Barrett gave us a great interview at the beginning of the season last year as well. So yeah, we've been with one. him a couple of times.
1: Yeah. Well coach, can you give us a synopsis of how the uh how the season went?
3: Hey, I'll tell you what, you know, we started the year out rough, uh uh, didn't really look like much of a football team in the beginning. We went, we went over and played Mina's, uh, JV junior high team early in the year. And they, they beat us by about 40. Uh, so we went and played them on the last game of the year. And, um, we, we lost to them. We fumbled the ball on the five yard line, fixing to go in the score. Mm. And that, that, that would have put us up if we'd have got the two point conversion to win it. But anyhow, we fumbled it. Um, and with the minute left, uh, they, they scored on us, so they went, up, they went up two scores on us, but it was a one-score ball game. Our kids improved so much throughout the year. Um, you know, and I've, I've we, we went to Mount Ida. Um, always good to beat your home, hometown school, you know. But we, we go down there, and we beat their seventh and eighth grade, and we got them week zero this coming year and uh, a regular junior high game with them. And, you know, I'm fired up. I, I've got 23 kids in my off-season program. Man, that's I've awesome. I've still got – eight or ten you know of, of kind of my guys that are playing basketball uh, which which I think you need to be more than one sport athlete hopefully and um, but but then we've got eight or ten seventh graders coming in and I, I'm projecting hopefully to have 30 35 kids on the roster this year and, and you know that just I just shows they've really bought in
1: I'm telling you and you know from what you had told Greg and I earlier you're getting I know you're getting a lot of support from the folks there at Top, but you're actually getting a lot of support and encouragement from the surrounding schools and school districts that are that are, like me, really excited about you guys playing football.
3: I, I'll tell you what, Coach Bell over at D-Queen and uh, Coach Bentley there at Mina, both of them, when I started my schedule this year and, and I kind of told them what I wanted to do. I said, I want to play regular junior high schedule and they both told me it's going to be tough. And um, But, you, you know, the, the number one thing they did was – they were calling me before they would schedule anything non-conference or before they scheduled any JV games, and, and can you work this, can you do that. You know, them guys don't have to do that. We're nothing to them, uh, but but that's being football guys. And uh, they just – they want to see another program have football too, and they want to see the kids have opportunities. And uh, that's when you know you're in the profession for the right reason. You know, them, them two guys right there, they're top of, top of notch on my books.
1: Well, I can attest for Coach Bell, he is, he is top-rung, man. He is top-notch. So, uh, yeah. um, you're looking – we had heard – we had heard a – and it, I guess it's a rumor to this point, and we're going to ask you to confirm or deny that you may oh, be getting a, a confirmation. That's I'll, that's very good. See, Tuttle sits over here, and he he, he he's just – he's thinking all the time. Um, but uh, that I'm you like may Greg, get an assistant football coach in the near future.
3: Yeah, I tell you what, uh, we, we made it official the other night, so I reckon we can go ahead and share it. We that's hired, awesome. Uh, uh, brought in Lance Bradshaw. He he's been at D Queen for a few years now. Another
1: top notch guy. I will. I mean i I love I love Coach
3: Bradshaw. Well, I'm telling you, uh, you know they they live they live here in Vandervoort. and you know it's kind of a homecoming to his wife. And um, anyhow, he he. I tell you one thing that was important to me was you know how, how do you act on a daily basis? Uh, um, you know I, we we want to do things, and we want to we want to crawl in the middle of them when they're wrong and hold them accountable but you know most important thing to me is to show Jesus in the middle of all of it and coach Bradshaw man we were on the same page with that and uh that that just tickled me to death and have an opportunity to coach for somebody that's it's been around a little bit he's been at Star City and El Dorado and um and and then on top of that um um it, it looks like we're gonna have another assistant coach within the school here uh can't give that name yet, but once it becomes official, looks like we're going to have two coaches um, step into the Costop football program, added on to what we had, not just, you know, but <coughs> added on to what we had. That was just me, but.
1: <laughs> I, I will tell you, I mean, everything I know about you, Coach, uh, you're a quality guy, but I'm going to tell you, I know Lance Bradshaw really, really well, and you are getting a quality individual there who will be good to your kids. And, uh, man, that is that is a, that's a very commendable hire right there
3: absolutely i mean it was a it was a knockout deal and uh you know everybody at B queen was like this is your guy don't 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 pass this one by And uh, i've been around him now three or four times his daughter actually uh moved back over here to casa Tot and um just a tremendous family and you know i think this is a place they can see themselves being for, being for you know re- retiring here yeah and um, you know football's here to stay i i uh, I think that's kind of the atmosphere around here, and um, I'm excited about it.
1: that man, that that is that is great. I know I know from uh, just uh, a guy who who covers one of the local football teams um, in and the schools in Southwest Arkansas kind of spaced out. One more football program in the area is is a is a great thing. It's a great thing for all of us, not just for you guys, uh, for all of us and coach, we so appreciate you coming on. This season, sharing your experience about uh, being at the start of a football program that intrigues me so much. And I ask you uh, in the text to think about who might be your Union Bank Eagle uh,
3: Football Player of the Year. Well, Coach, I uh, I, I got to give this thing to Isaiah Dixon. Uh, he he came in early late in the year he 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 missed summer practice but you know it was one of them deals where this first year um hey they know the deal now they better be at summer practice (laughs) (laughs) this 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 first year we were just trying to get all the kids we could and he'd come out and so he didn't start for us early on and i knew he was an athlete but we had him at receiver and i think we threw the ball twice all year so uh (laughs) you know we're running the split backs i i called uh you know, I was talking to Coach Mack White that night. He told me, "So you got to get your best athlete the ball." And uh, man, did our season turn around when, when we started doing that, getting him in space. And uh, he he really bought in. He's in the weight room. He plays basketball too. And um, you know, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell you, he we rode his back all year long. And I, he's gonna be a ninth grader next year. And I am looking forward to what he has, and not just for next year. He's gonna be a tremendous senior high ball player too. And um, I, I'm excited about him,
2: Coach and, Barrett. Thank you, Hey Jeff, has Coach Mike White's not a bad guy to get some advice from. No, <laughs> hey,
3: I, no, no he's, he's had that, a little bit of success you could do a lot worse than that. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, uh, of course, I played at Mount Ida and, and uh, I graduated in '15 over there. And uh, Coach White was my coach, and I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I mean, uh, he, he's, he's like dang dad to me. He, we just we go back, but uh, anyhow, we we won seventh and eighth grade game and. Uh, he was on the sidelines, but, but he wasn't coaching it. And he come to me in the middle of the field and he said, I hope you enjoy this, but uh, just remember you didn't beat me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he wanted to make sure I knew. And he said, I'll get you next year. And, and uh, you know, but having guys like that, him and coach Ernest and coach Bell and, uh, you know, coach Bentley, I, I haven't met a coach yet that I couldn't call on and ask questions and, uh, I, I'm one thing I wanted to make sure early in the year, that I wasn't too prideful to do that. I mean, I'm a first-year guy, especially in, in, starting a football program. And, um, you know, so them guys helping me, and Coach White has been tremendous. Uh,
2: and like Tony said, not necessarily good coaches, but, I mean, they are good coaches. But having that's, good people that's right. to fall back on goes a long way.
3: Absolutely, you, you look at those guys mentioned, and they've been doing it for a long time now, and and they've been steady. And you know, this ain't college. You get the, you get the hands you dealt with, and um, them guys year in year out, they show up, and their guys play hard for them. And I'll tell you something real quick about Coach Bell too. That that guy, man, his kids run through a brick wall for him. And You're uh, he, He's right. he's the Dan Campbell of high school football. I'm he telling he, you he
1: now, is. So. He is the he is the right guy at the right time for the Queen Leopards. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. Hey, I I was gonna share this with y'all. I had this. I wanted to tell to you last time I was on, I forgot. Y'all asked me what some of the struggles were. First year coach. Uh, we get to our first game and uh one of the kids asked me, says, uh, what what do we do? And I said, What what do you mean? You're not in the game. And he says, I know. Do we go sit in the stands? We we go can we go to the concession stand? I said, What are you talking about? This is first quarter halfway through it. And he said, I said, stay on the sidelines. He said, ain't none of us know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's when I took a deep breath and realized, you know, we're we're starting from from ground zero. Well, brother, (laughs) we so
1: appreciate you coming on. Can't wait till this fall and we start talking to you again. And congratulations, man.
3: Thanks, guys. I appreciate all y'all do. You take care. Good luck.
0: Well, I think that about wraps up all of the high school basketball for last week into this week. It's been a great episode. There's like this... This feeling that's usually, it's not here, this episode. Actually, f- everything feels a lot lighter. It's, it's like something's something really dark and bad is missing this episode. It's just been flowing great. I don't, I don't I know what's going on. I do not put my finger on Yeah, it. yeah I can't I don't put know my even. finger on it. It's very weird. <laughs> no, uh, we missed you, Greg. We really have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, get no. better, Greg. Yeah, get, be- yeah, get better. <laughs> He's reeling from the, no, no. Uh, actually, NFL-wise. Yeah he's uh despite you know he he didn't he, lose this yeah he's picking with his I brain i lost it yeah, yeah i
1: lost it because dan campbell doesn't know when to kick a field goal right uh <laughs> if if detroit just kicks all the field goals they can i think they they win probably going away you don't know you don't know what an extra score at a game you can't assume the rest of the game is going to go the exact same way and and you know if one play changes but man i'll tell you what i was sitting there not screaming at my TV. I don't scream I over was. football anymore.
2: <laughs> Kick the field goals. and, and uh, He didn't do it. He wasn't listening. I heard him try to explain it after the game in a press conference. I've heard fans trying to defend him. Said, hey, that's how they got there. That's what he does. I think as a coach, and trust me, I'm sure he's a better coach than me. You would be able to adapt <laughs> to the situation. I mean, you have to adapt right there. You have to put points on the board. Right. I mean – he could tie that game up right there. Instead, mm. it goes down 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's huge. Uh, it, it And it,
1: emotionally, too. Adrenaline, all that stuff. Momentum. Uh, and then in the other game, you know, uh, tell you, Kansas City, man, I, as much as – and I, I, I don't hate anybody, but as much as I – Dislike. I, I don't, I'm not even sure dislike's the right word. I just don't get Patrick Mahomes. He may be the best quarterback in NFL history.
2: See, I was going the wrong way. As you being a Steeler fan, I thought you were going Raven hatred all the way. There. Well, I, I mean,
1: well, I, I definitely was rooting for Kansas City because I'm a Steeler fan, and they would take my fan card from me if I rooted for the Ravens. And, and you know that the I'm going to I'm going to give the Steelers a little bit of credit. It looked like their defense took a page out of the Steeler playbook. Kansas City's defense and. And you've got to put pressure on Lamar. If you put pressure on him from the outside and keep him in the pocket, he's, he's ordinary. And, I, and people are going to argue, going to scream at their radio and say, how can you say that? But he's an ordinary passer. He's a phenomenal athlete. He's an ordinary passer. And if you can limit his game to passing, that's the Steelers have beat the Ravens seven out of the last eight times, and that's the way they've done it. Mm. And that's so what tony, Kansas
0: City did yesterday. Tony's saying the Ravens are mid. I wrote you... down
2: two, two <laughs> notes about this game that I wanted to point out. First off,
0: Did you do league. this during the game? You actually pulled out paper and a pen? Afterward. I'm telling you, aren't you proud yeah, of it? Yeah, I am. It's like watching Take home
2: Jeff's Jeff Tuttle is our
1: Southwest Greg. Arkansas Sports <laughs> yeah. Play to the Air. King um, with prep. Commentator,
2: co-host <laughs> of the week. Chiefs have made four Super Bowls in five years. Yeah. Mm. That's an amazing number. The most amazing thing I took away from the game, and I did notice this during the game. I just wasn't sure how to remember it. Travis Kelsey passed Jerry Rice for the most postseason catches of all time. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a Swifty, but oh, man. hey, I'm rooting for Swifty in the Super Bowl. Are you really? I well, and, and rooting for is not picking your team. Time. We're
1: gonna pick. We're gonna pick the Super Bowl next week. But uh, I will tell you from a, a rooting standpoint, being a Steeler fan, six Super Bowl trophies. Uh, that's tied with the Patriots for six Super Bowl trophies. You but you don't the,
2: want the Chiefs to get there, do you?
1: Well, no. The 49ers have five. So that's if true. they win, that would be their sixth. Uh, I, I, I hate sharing that with the Patriots. I don't want to split it three ways with <laughs> with well, the 49ers. So I will be a Swifty. Like you said, we'll uh, Now, we'll that's that's that not week. the pick. That's not the pick. That is who I'm rooting for.
2: We'll pick that next week, but the 49ers have been fortunate the last two weeks. They absolutely have. They were, they were, were the fortunate to beat weeks. Green Bay. They were fortunate to win. Uh, don't. I see you brought up that Green Bay. You mentioned I'll leave here crying today. Now I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I, I
0: guarantee you. that
2: Green Bay did beat the Cowboys. There, there <laughs> will,
0: <laughs> there has never been, and probably never will be, a bigger bandwagon than the Kansas City Chiefs right now, because the NFL. I mean, America now. <sighs> there's only one thing in America bigger than the NFL, and that's unfortunately Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: speaking of that, I watched, a, I watched a little. Old, the Document was just like a little story uh-huh. on Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And they had um, Buck and Troy Aikman on there asking their opinion. Mm-hmm. They said they thought it was the greatest thing ever. They said, you know, the NFL is one of the biggest things going. And Taylor Swift's brought a whole new audience Absolutely. to the NFL. That, and I mean, it's and, unreal how much money they're making off of I the don't list. know.
0: Unless they lose, that's
1: These <laughs> the social media followers, I'm I'm plugged into social media basically because i have to be you know attached to this show and attached to our church page and things like that but um i know a little bit about it and i know i don't know who has the most followers on social media i know taylor swift has to be in the top 10 oh, she's got to be
0: that's gonna do it for episode you, 24 greg. yeah or 25 uh, excuse me uh, greg Revels back at it next uh, episode but yeah this was a great uh, great show. Appreciate Jeff and everybody else that called in and showed up. Uh, Coach Reed and all that. And we will see y'all next week. We
1: will see you next week.
0: See you next week.